Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm Yes, people, <laughs> that's how we do Wednesday. Oh, it's usually, you know what I mean? It's usually building up. But today, this evening, we've got fights, baby. And um, I believe in the UK, it starts at, I think it starts at 2, 2 or 3. Right? Because, you know, I think on BT it starts at 3 But then you've got the fight pass prelims They're usually an hour earlier So, um, whoa <laughs> Oh man, it's all early, it's all fun And, um, yeah It is, you know, Michael Chiesa against Neil Magny Man, there's 14 fights on the card So let's get into it okay people so yeah we have got 14 fights on this card it is a fat one right and um hey it's a great time in the uk because um it looks like it's starting at 3 3 p.m on bt sports now that means it's possibly starting at 2 Because you've usually got the uh, fight pass prelims That usually start an hour earlier Right, but with this many fights Maybe, you know, they start a little earlier Who knows But I imagine just an hour, if that Right, so, um, yeah Nice and early in the UK And it's nice to get, you know, midweek fights, right? So, on the prelims, seven of those fighters will be making their UFC debuts. Yeah. In the first two fights, all making their debuts. And then in the third fight, one of those fighters making his debut. So, uh, you know, let's start. In the ladies flyweight division, we got Victoria Leonardo against Manion Fiort. Um, so the beast, she is five and one on a seven-fight win streak. Okay, so that includes um, two exhibition fights uh, that she had. So, for um, something called The Fighter, right? I'm not quite sure what that is. I wonder if it is um, One's show. Because I, fi- I remember Rich Franklin talking about a, 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 you know, a show that they have. And um, I believe that um, Mannion, I mean, looking at it, I think she's fought most of her career in the Middle East. So yeah, you know, she's um yeah, on that big win streak, right? Now her last three fights, all decisions. No, sorry, all stoppages. I think that all decisions, how impressive. No, all stoppages. <laughs> okay. So um the last one, first round stoppage against Gabriel Campo, that was in November last year. Then um she fought September. Right, uh, she stopped Naomi Tag Tatarugali in the second round, ground and pound. Then she fought in July, where she got a TKO in the third round against Corinne Laframbuze. So, um, yeah, very impressive. But, um, you know, she is going up against the Fury, right? Who is 8 and 2 on a two fight win streak, right? And people that know the game, they will recognize Leonardo from um, Invicta, where she's had some very good fights. And she's had some great fights over in Invicta. Other people. They'll remember her from her impressive showing on Dana White's Contender Series in uh, November, 
last year, where she got a second round ground and pound stoppage over Chelsea Hackett. And, um, yeah, the the big difference between these two um, ladies, I would say, is Leonardo, from uh, what you can see, and I've, you know, I have the advantage of having seen her fight on several occasions, she's got a very full um, skill set. And she's got submission finishes, several submission finishes at that. Arm bars, rear naked. You know, she knows she knows the ground, right? And, you know, Mannion, like, it's hard to tell. You know, she's got no submission finishes. But maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe she's still, you know, proficient on the ground. It's just, yeah, those fights haven't gone that place. You know, but, um, you know, Leonardo, she's fought in the LFA a few times. You know, she's also fought, fought in Bellator once. So she's fought in, you know, larger organisations. And also, I think a big thing that might help her, she's fought in front of um, Dana. You know, she's fought in front of Dana, which is huge. You know, that, that is a very big thing. It can be very nerve-wracking. And we've heard that from, you know, people making their debut, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that Leonardo, she's able to uh, get the win here, you know? Um, so our next fight is over in the men's bantamweight division. We've got Umar Numagomedov. Against Sergei Morozov. Okay. So Morozov, you know, he is 16 and 3 on a five fight win streak. Okay. So um yeah, all of those fights were over at M1 Challenge. You know, so um he got three finishes, two two via decision, you know, um, yeah, you know, he, he he he's kind of um yeah, jumped kind of between all of that. He's got submissions though. He does have submissions in his arsenal. Uh which is yeah, always a uh, always a good thing, right? Um now he's fighting Numagradov, okay? So he's 12 and 0. Okay, 12 and 0 on a 13 fight win streak. Whew, man, it must be something about that name, right? Must be something about that name. And um, yeah, he he definitely mixes it up. He's got stoppages, um, uh, submissions, and a variety of different. You know, submissions. His first ever fight, you know, in the pros, he um, went and got a Peruvian necktie, which is, yeah, that's pretty impressive, right? Um, Now, his last fight, though, was, you know, um, November 2019, which, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, his opponent, okay, his last fight was October that same year. So they've both been out for a while. And I, I you know, I think we're going to get that from a few fighters who, um, you know, probably felt a little uncomfortable fighting um, last year or who were just in countries where, yeah, to travel, because some countries in Europe, your travel restrictions will just nil. You could not get out the country. So, um, yeah, both of them, you know, both good records, right? But, uh, yeah, Numeradov, he is just, um, you know, he's, um, <laughs> you know, got a, a very good arsenal, right? Got all those submissions. He's unbeaten. I think he's going to get the win here. Yeah, I'm, I, would, I would say he's able to uh, pull it out. Right, so from there, people, 
we um, jump over to the uh, lightweight division and we've got Mike Davis against Mason Jones. Okay, so with, um, yeah, with this one, Beast Boy, right, he's 8-2 and two on a one-fight win streak. Uh, so, uh, you know, that last win was against Thomas Gifford, okay, so um, it was UFC on ESPN plus 19, which does feel like it was an age ago, right, it was um, October 2019, he, uh, you know, got a TKO in the third round, so that was his second you know, UFC fight, he lost his debut, but it was a late notice fight against Gilbert Burns, so, um, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> I, you're fighting a beast, you know, fighting a beast, and it was, um, you know, in the second round, so he survived a round with Gilbert Burns, Right, and that was a surge in Gilbert, you know. So, um, hey, <laughs> you definitely do not hold that against him. So he he's got a number of stoppages. Okay, so um, yeah, I mean, poof. I think all these wins are stoppages. You <laughs> know, to be honest with you, um, one Kamora thrown in the uh thrown in the mix he did get some arm bars and other submissions in the amateurs though okay um now he is uh yeah he's tying up with the debuting dragon right mason jones man he's on a 10 fight win streak okay um you know, he won the lightweight and I believe the welterweight titles over in um, Cage Warriors. So, you know, he was a double champion coming over to the UFC, right? So, yeah, he was definitely a problem, right? Definitely a problem. And he won both of those belts via stoppage. Both in the first rounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he beat Adam Proctor in September. Um, and Joe McClogan in March. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty good stuff there. You know, he, he's got a number of stoppages. He's, um, yeah, got some submissions as well. So, um, you know, this is... Hey, you know, this is no Welsh joke, people. No Welsh joke. And, I, you know what? I think um, the boy from the Valleys gets it done, right? I, I think he's going to be, um, yeah, just real stoked coming in, right? Double champion back home. You know what I mean? He, he's got all the confidence. Then gets the call to join the UFC, Right, so, um, yeah, he, he's not going to be doubting those skills, right? Not going to be doubting those skills. Also, he won both belts with stoppages in the first round. So, no wars. No wars for Mason. He just went in there and got it done. So, um, yeah, Mason Jones for the win on his debut. Okay, so now we jump to the men's flyweight division. And um, we've got a familiar name rather than a face. Okay, so making his UFC debut, it's Francisco Figueredo. And he's fighting Jerome Riviera. Mm-hmm. So, people, Junior Mingu. Right, um, you know, he's a brother of the champ, right? Brother of the champ. He's eleven three and one with um one no contest. 
Uh, so he's on a two-fight win streak, you know, with um, a draw thrown in there. So his last fight was um, September 2019. So I do believe he did retire. If I if I'm hearing it correctly, he retired. With the success he was seeing of his brother, that got him, you know, pumped up again. And I imagine he, you know, he's helping um, Davison, you know, train and everything like that. So, yeah, he got pumped up and he decided to come back. Right. And, um, yeah, he was just lucky he retired on a, a winning streak because um, he was then able to uh, come back in the UFC. Right. Um, now. His last two wins, they were TKOs. So, yeah, it, it sounds like he he's just as powerful as his bro. You know what I mean? Which um, yeah, it's a problem, right? He, he's got um, from what I can see, one um, one submission win, right? So um, yeah. Now he's fighting, you know. Jerome Riviera, the renegade, who's ten and three. Now he he lost his last fight, right? Which was his UFC debut. Now that was a second round TKO to Tyson Nam, and that was September last year. Right? He came to the UFC via the Contender Series, where he got a win over Luis Rodriguez. So that was in August. Yeah, it, it, it was a very quick call up, you know, for um for him. Now um yeah, you know, his uh previous fights, right? He's got um I mean before the fight that got him on the contender series, right? He got a mounted triangle over at LFA eighty, which Poor, that's you know that's always impressive, right? Against Kendrick Latchman, and that was in um, January last year. You know he's fought on the Jackson's MMA series, got an armbar against George Perez. You know so um, yeah, like he's got a a good you know skill set. He's got submissions. He's got stoppages. You know, he's gotten the distance, so he knows how to grid it out. Right, so, um, I, you know what, I think Riviera gets it done. You know, I think he, I think he beats Big Bro, right? Because, look, as said, this is his second fight in the UFC. Plus, he's, you know, fought against, uh, in front of Dana on the Contender Series, where he won himself a contract. Right, so um, look, he's been in those pressure situations. He's also got submissions and stoppages. So um, you know, it, it looks like he might have maybe the edge when it comes to the skill sets. So yeah, I think the renegade, um, you know, does does the business with this one, people. So now we get to the first of our middleweight bouts. On the prelims, we've got um, Dolce Lamambuya against Marcus Perez, right? So, um, yeah, Maluko, he's um, he's twelve and four, right? He's uh, on a two-fight losing streak, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, he fought. Um, was this on Fight Island? I forget. Huh. It might have been. No, I don't think it was, right? It was um Dirkus du Dupissi, uh the South African making his debut. Uh that was October last year. Um it was a first round stoppage, which is always ah, it's a tough one, right? Um now he did have a grappling match last year. Right in August, um, but that was it for the MMA. His last, um, 
MMA fight in the UFC was against Wellington Terman, and that was November 2019. So, um, yeah, his last win was against Anthony Hernandez, and that was February 2019. Uh, But Hernandez is a very good fighter. He got an anaconda choke win there. And he does have a number of good submissions. You know, tri- um, arm triangle against Ian Heinish over um, in LFA, right? Which got him the uh, UFC call-up, right? Um, him and Heinish headlined uh, that one. So, yeah, that got him into the UFC. That was, um, oh, September 2017. Okay. So, um, you know, he's got a... Uh, a a a good skill set, I that also won him the LFL um LFA belt, you know, which is um yeah always a nice little thing to um to have, but you know he's going up against champion who is ten and two, he's on a um a one fight losing uh, a losing streak, right, um. Which was against Magdadev Anak Anak Urf Anak Lelov Anak Yeah. <laughs> oh dear oh dear, I'm butchering the names today. Apologies, people. So that was um November last year. No, he's oh, man, he he was meant to be fighting in uh, December last year. But um, I believe he got COVID, which pulled him out of the fight with Carl Robeson. Um, yeah, so this will be his third fight in the UFC. He won his debut against Dequan Townsend, and that was June 2019. Um, he won via stoppage in the third. So he, he's definitely got a, uh, yeah, a good number of... Um, yeah, good number of uh, TKO wins, right? He he's got some heavy hands, All right? Um, yeah, this is a tough one. It is definitely a tough one. Whew. Um, I think the. Whew. I you know I think Lumumbuye gets it. Yeah. I uh, yeah I think he gets it. I mean, I you know like I've seen some training footage and he looks, whew, he looks in shape, right? He looks in shape and he looks pumped for this. Definitely looks pumped for this. So um yeah well, let let let's say that uh, he's able to uh, get the job done. Okay, so we um. We then, people, we uh, drop down in the weight classes. And we have the flyweight clash between uh, Sue Majera and uh, Zahura Adashiev. Okay, so, um, yeah, this one's going to be an interesting clash, people. Right, so the lion, you know, Adashiev... He's um he's three and two, okay, three and two, and uh, yeah, this is his second fight in the UFC. Okay, so uh, he lost his debut, which was to Tyson Nam, and that was in uh, June last year. Um, you know, um. Always a tough debut, right? First round, early in the first round. But Tyson, you know, he had a good, he had some good fights last year. He's a good fighter, right? So, um, you know, he's had three fights over in uh, Bellator, right? So, um, yeah, you know, all wins, right? So, uh, yeah, he, he's got that experience, Right, he's got that experience under his belt, um, and he is going up against uh, Sumadori, right? Who is 
yeah, he is uh, definitely a tough, <laughs> you know, a tough opponent to be, uh, you know, making your, well, not your debut, but, you know, your second fight after a loss against, right? So the Tibetan Eagle, he's um, 13 and 4. He's on a two fight win streak. And um, yo, he is coming off a spectacular one against Malcolm Gordon in November last year. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was a really good. It was 44 seconds into the first round. You know what I mean? Um, you know, he lost his debut against Louis Smoker, but, oh, Smoker's definitely a good fighter, right, and, um, but he, he, you know, turned it around against Andre Sukumov, and yeah, against Gordon, he really, man, he really showed up, right, um, so, you know, he's got a, a number of stoppages on the record, you know, he's got submissions, so, yeah, he is no joke. And, I, you know, I think, um, I think the eagle gets it done, you know? That's what I, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen with, um, with that one, people. So, next, we're, um, we're at the bantamweights, you know? And we've got Ricky Simone against um, Gatano Pirello. Hmm, I feel I've said that wrong, but um, that's as good as it's probably going to get, unfortunately. So, Ella Tigra, he's 15-5-1, uh, um, won his last two fights, right? Uh, which were, oh, I mean, um, yeah, he's got some gaps. Here, so his last fight was October 2019, and the fight before that, October 2018. So, yeah, he's definitely got some gaps, which man, he's like, you don't want <laughs> you don't want when you're gonna have to stand across from Ricky Simone, you know. Uh, now he, he's last one he stopped in the first round. With a liver shot, right? That was Enzo Maria Alesi. You know, so um, yeah, he he was able to do uh, do that. The the fight before that against Percy Herrera, that was also a first round stoppage. The doctor called that one off mid round. Um, he's got a, a good few other stoppages. Has um, you know, some. Submissions earlier in the career, right? But um, yeah. I mean, look, he he's definitely got plenty of fights. You know, he's fought twenty one times. You know, it, it's just he's making his UFC debut against a savage like uh, you know, our favorite mullet boy. Although no, does he have a mullet still? I, I, I think he, I think he got a haircut. Yeah, I, I think if I remember in his last fight, yeah, we noticed that old Simone got a got a haircut. You know, he's sixteen and three, won his last, right, um, which was against Ray Borg in uh, May last year. It was a split decision. Um, yeah, he's had some tough fights of late for sure. You know, he fought Rob Font and Uriah Faber. You know, both in twenty nineteen. Um, Faber, he went the distance against Font though. <sighs> yeah, Font. Um, no, sorry, Faber. <laughs> you know, he uh was the one that turned the lights out early in the first, and with Font, he went the distance. Oh dear, oh dear, might need to get the old eyes tested, people. But, um, yeah, you know, Simone, he's been in the UFC since, uh, you know, oh, made his debut in August 2018. Okay, so, um, 
No. No, he didn't. He made his debut in April 2018. Jesus Christ. It was that weird win over Marab Dalashvili, which, yeah, it, it, it was so, you know, it, it was a rubbish. It, it was, uh, you know, not going to get into it, but it was bad. You know, um, you know he, he, he came in via the LFA, you know, where, um, where he uh, headlined LFA 39. So, you know, Simone, he's got a great skill set. You know, he's got um, a number of different ways to win. And, yeah, I think he's able to get the job done in this one. Okay, people, I told you, it's a big prelim card. But we are at the headliner. Okay, it's a middleweight clash. And we have got Tom Breeze against Omari Akmanedov, you know, which is, whew, it's a good fight, and um, yeah, it it was meant to have taken place on the sixteenth, but um, you know, it's been moved to um to this one, and I you know I think it's got a a, a better position this time out. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, you know, it's the a leading fight to the main card. And um, Wolverine, you know, he's um, 25 and 1, right? So um, he lost his last fight against uh, Chris Weidman, and that was August last year. So, um, you know, before that, he was coming, who was coming off a, uh, you know, a six-fight win streak, you know, five wins and a draw. You know, so um, he beat Ian Heinish, Zach Cummings, Tim Boach. Um, he got the draw against Marvin Vittori, which, hey, definitely a good look, right? Especially once, we, you know, we've seen the um, way Vittori has really blossomed. Um, Abdul Zarak, Akhazan, and Kyle Nuke. Right, um, yeah, all decisions, all decisions. He he really knows how to grid out a fight. You know, he um has had you know a couple of stoppages in his UFC um you know run. Right, he beat um Brian Ebersol. You know, um. Well, I mean, that was a, a doctor's stoppage. Eversol was injured. Um, but he got a TKO in his debut against Tiago Perpetui, um, which was whew, November 2013. So, yeah, he's been over here for a while, people. Uh, he, you know, he got a few um, submissions before he came over to the UFC, you know, so, um, he's going up against Tom Breeze, who's 12 and 2, you know, uh, we saw him, you know, do his thing last time out with a, uh, you know, a very, very impressive, um, stoppage, I would say, you know, that was against KB Buller, um, in October last year, was a really big, big jab, um, in the first round, you know, got the job done, so yeah, that, that was a, um, big win for, um, you know, Breeze, yeah, definitely a big win for Breeze, because, you know, he, he's, he had a few issues in the past, but it does seem that all of that is behind him, which is great, because, you know, Breeze is a very talented fighter, you know, and it's just been injuries and a few things that have really just, yeah, just got in the way, really, got in the way of his run, so it was good to see him with the big win, and, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Breeze gets this done, right? I think Chris Weidman really, 
you know, put out a nice blueprint on how to, um, you know, how to get the job done against Akamedov. And I think, yeah, Breeze is going to follow, follow that, but, you know, throw his little slant on things. And, yeah, I think he's going to win. I think it's definitely going to be a good fight to lead us into that main card. Okay, people, so the main card, boy, this one, it starts with a great fight. Ah, it's a featherweight clash. We have a Douglas Andrade against Lerone Murphy. Man, I, I've been looking forward to this one for sure. So, the Silver, he is 26 and 3. With one no contest. He's coming off a win in his last fight. Which, people, was a Renan Barrera. But, this, this fight, people, it was um, November 2019. So, uh, yeah, he has been out for a little while. That was at UFC on ESPN Plus 22. So he's been in there with um a lot of top fighters, you know. Um if you know, if we're looking at things, so Peter Peter Yan. So um he fought him on the Jones Gustafson two card, UFC two thirty-two. He beat Marlon Verrera um via you know decision. I yeah, I know that was a very that fight could have gone either way, really. He lost to um, Rob Font at UFC 213. Romero v Whitaker, the first one. You know, um, he you know he went in there with Zubarai Tugarev. You know, he's very tough. Yeah, so um, you know, look, we, we've seen. That he, he's been able to get up there for those big moments Sometimes they've gone his way, sometimes they haven't But he's experienced them, you know um, So he's won fights via He's won, a, you know, the odd fight via stoppage, right? Um, I mean, more so before he got to the UFC Which was... Um, in February 2014, okay, so he, uh, yeah, he's going up against the miracle, oh man, I have to say Murphy, he's 9-1, and 9-0-1, oh right, 13 wins, that's his streak, man, he's on a 13-fight win streak, and that draw... Who was actually against a shared opponent, you know, Zubarai Tukarev, um, who Andrade lost to. Now, Murphy beat him. Like, it was insane that that was given a draw. And you kind of feel, listen, I, you know, I, I know. I Like, what I say, it, it can't be proven or anything like that. But I feel there was a biased... It was at UFC 242, Khabib v. Poirier. Um, so, September last year. No, September 2019. Um, and that was in Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? So, it was before Fight Island. Yeah, and, yeah, there was a big Russian, you know, element. Yeah, it was just, you know, it wasn't a draw. Murphy won that fight, it was his UFC debut, and then in his next fight, he just murked Ricardo Ramos, um, you know, destroyed him in the first round, you know, so that fight was um, July last year, I believe that was on Fight Island, you know, so, um, yeah, he's, he, you know, he can win a fight by uh, um, TKO, you know, he's got a good few of those, and, yeah, I think Murphy looked sensational. Like, he looked sensational in the Kukaya fight. So, I'm saying Murphy, he walks away with this one. You know, wouldn't be surprised if Murphy doesn't get a stoppage. You know? 
He's, um, yeah, he's impressive. You feel me? Uh, so we then go to the flyweight division. We have Tyson Nam against Matt Schnell. And, um, yeah, you've heard the Nam name a few times because he has beaten some of the, you know, a few of the fighters on the prelims, right? So, um, yeah, Danger, Danger Schnell, he's at 14 and 5. He lost his last one, you know, lost his last one, which, yeah, it was against Alexandra Pontoja. It wasn't, um, you know, uh, it wasn't Schnell's night. Got caught early in the first round, so that was um, the last card of 2019, so I believe that was the one in South Korea, that was headlined by Edgar V. Zombie, so it's UFC on ESPN Plus 23, now before that, Schnell, man, he'd put together a really nice run, you know, so remember, Schnell came to the UFC um, via the Ultimate Fighter Season 24, so that was the champion season, where they got champions from all the other organisations, and the winner would fight Demetrius Johnson, so, you know what I mean, they were all legit in that, so he won his first fight against Matthew Rizzo, he lost to the eventual winner, Tim Elliott, uh, so, you know, he got to the UFC, in the final, he, uh, you know, he fought Rob Font, he lost that one, then he lost to Hector Sandoval, um, but yeah, then he went on his streak, you know, Marco Beltran, um, Nuki Inoue, right, his sister's currently fighting, uh, Luisa Smoker, and then Jordan Espinosa, and, um, you know, two of those wins, those last two triangle chokes, and so, um, yeah, Schnell's no joke, you know, he's winning the Ultimate Fighter triangle, his win to get to the Ultimate Fighter was an armbar, that was at Legacy FC, you know, so before they merged, right, so, yeah, out of the UFC, he won by a lot of, um, you know, submissions. So, yeah, he can stop you, he can submit you. You know, Schnell, he is a really good fighter, right? He's, um, you know, going up against Tyson Nam, right? 20-11-1, coming off a two-fight win streak. And, um, you know, he's Hawaiian, and, um, yeah, the Hawaiians had a good showing. You know what I mean? They had a good showing at the weekend, right? So, those two wins, as mentioned, you know, Jerome Rivera and um, Zara Adeshev, right? Both came last year. Adeshev was June and Rivera was September. So, before that, he'd lost a couple, but it was Sergio Pettis and Kai Kara France. So, you know, definitely nothing to um, be ashamed of, right, and those were his first two fights in the UFC, so um, he has definitely got a good, um, you know, skill set, he's, and he's, he's won by TKO a lot, right, and yeah, I think this is going to be a just, whew, this is going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be back and forth. And it's going to be fun. Right? Um, I don't know what Nam's ground skills are like. You know? Not quite sure what Nam's skills are like. Yeah, he's, he's on that two-fight win streak. So he's definitely, um, you know, he's definitely up. But I also feel that, you know, Schnell... He, he wants to get back onto that winning streak that he was on. You know, his, I don't think Chanel's too far off uh, 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 maybe a title shot. Because there's just one little blimp. If he rolls off a, another couple of wins, I think, you know, he could very well, uh, you know, get into the running. So I think Chanel um, walks away with a win here. Yup, that's what I'm saying, people. Okay, so now we are back to the ladies in the flyweight division, 
Right, we've got a very interesting clash. Roxanne Modafferi goes up against a Vivian Arusha. So yeah, this it's an interesting um yes, yeah, an interesting fight right here. Right? So um you know, Vivi, she's nine and two, coming off a win in her last fight. So that was against Montana De La Rosa, and it was September last year. You know, so before that, she'd had a loss to Jessica Rai. That was at UFC 245, Usman v. Uh, Covington, um, December 2019. Uh, she got to the UFC in, uh, you know, May 2019, won her first two fights, so um, it was Talita Bernardo at UFC 237, Nama Nunes v Andrade won, then she beat Alexa Davis at UFC 240, Holloway v Edgar, and that was um, July, International Fight Week. So um yeah, you know, she's fought um yeah, she's fought some decent opposition, right? Decent opposition. Um and so yeah, she's got a you know, a stoppage, a couple of submissions, you know, about three submissions actually, two arm bars, one heel hook. I mean, the last submission was in 2017, though. So it's been a while. It has been a while. So, yeah, she's going up against the Happy Warrior, you know, and she's a 25 and 17. Won her last fight, right? So that was um, against Andrea Lee, right? And it was uh, September last year. So. You know, Modafferi, I mean, what can you say? Modafferi is, I mean, she is a true vet of the women's game. You know, she's for everyone. Literally everyone. And, um, like, she's been very close, even in a lot of her losses. You know, she was the first person to beat Macy Barber in a really good fight. She also beat Antonina Shevchenko, you know. Yeah, she yeah she beat Barb Honcheck, right? So, you know she is a great fighter who, you know, since going to Syndicate and working with John Wood, her striking game, her striking game, her confidence, it has you know grown in leaps and bounds, and every fight she has looked sharper, you know so. Ah, man, you know what I mean? I, I, I think Modafferi, yeah, she's great. You know, she's fought in Invicta, like, challenged for the belt a few times. She came to the UFC at the Ultimate Fighter Season 26, you know, won um, her first two. But, you know, eventually just lost to um Sigaga, Sajara Eubanks. You know, uh, but because Eubanks missed weight, she actually went up against Nina Nico Montana for the um yeah for the win of the season. You know, um, you know what? I'm gonna say that um she does it. I'm gonna say she does it because you know the other thing, right? She was also on season eighteen of the Ultimate Fighter. So, yeah, like, and that was the bantamweights. So, Moda Fairy is, I mean, she's got so much heart, so much determination, and that, people, that just says it all. So, I'm taking Moda Fairy for the win, you know? So, um, from there, we, uh, man, we jump up to the light heavyweights. We've got Ike Villanerov. Against a Vincenzo Moriera, you know, so um, yeah, so Moriera Mamute, he's nine and four, 
He's had a tough time of it. He's uh, coming off three uh, back-to-back losses. So, yeah, I mean, they're all tough, right? Alonso Munifield. So that was um, the first ever card on ESP. Hmm. No, it was the second card in the UFC on, on ESPN, actually, I believe. Yeah. So it was UFC on ESPN plus one, but there was already the ESP UFC on ESPN um, with uh, you know Sahudo against TJ. Yes, I remember that. Now. So um, yeah, but that was I don't know tangents, people. I mean, yeah, I apologize. That was July twenty nineteen. He then lost to Eric Anders on UFC on ESPN three, June twenty nineteen, and Paul Craig. Um, in September 2019, UFC on ESPN Plus 17. Um, now he's got jujitsu. He's got good jujitsu, man. He, he, you know, he's won um arm triangle, normal triangle, you know, arm bars, rear naked chokes. Yeah, so he's he's got decent. He's got a decent ground game. He just went up against three tough, tough dudes. You know, Menafield and Anders, yeah, they caught him with big shots. And then Paul Craig, you know, Paul Craig has got great jiu-jitsu. So, yeah, he succumbed to a rear naked in that one. But, yeah, I mean, he is, yeah, he's tough for sure. Um, He's going up against the Hurricane. You know, Vivianer, who's 16 and 11, um, coming off two losses himself. Uh, so, Jordan Wright, um, that was August, you know, last year. Uh, yeah, it, it was, you know, I mean, Jordan just came out blazing. Because I remember that fight, because Jordan was so much smaller. And it was just like, oh, what's going to happen here? And Jordan just came out crazy fast, hit him with just a, just a crazy variety of shots and cut him. You know, it was a doctor's stoppage, which um, finished that one, all right? Um, and then before that, he lost to Chase Sherman. So that was um, May last year uh, in the second round. And that was his UFC debut. So yeah, he you know, he really wants to get a win. Um you know, just turn it all around, right? So um, you know, he's got some you know, he's won a lot of shots. What he's won a lot of fights by TKO people. Yes. He's won a lot of fights via TKO. So we know that he's got some heavy hands, right? Um, We don't know his ground game, though. See, I think that's the big thing. We don't know his ground game. He's lost by um submission. So he lost to Trevin Giles, who's now in the UFC. Uh, that was at Legacy 59 um, via arm triangle, you know? Um, lost to Robert Drysdale by armbar, Justin Ledet by armbar, Ledet, you know, UFC, um, Drysdale, who is a trainer, I forget which team Drysdale, I, th- I want to say Team Couture, huh. I want to say, um, but I might be wrong, but so he's lost by submission a few times, and, you know, I think Moreira is very good at submission, so, yeah, I think Moreira's going to uh, take the win in that one. Yes. Uh, so, that then leads us to our co-main event, people. You know, we drop down to the welterweight division. And we got Wally Alvarez against Amunzir Lazez. Um, so, you know, Alvarez, who is... Whew, Alvarez is a beast. You know, he's 13 and 4. He's coming off a loss in his last fight, who which was against Randy Brown. Lost by a uh, triangle. That fight was in um, November 2019. 
you know, uh, before that, he got a win over Sergio um, Marais, who is, you know, a beast, right, great jiu-jitsu, um, hit him with an uppercut, you know, in the third round, stopped him, um, that was at UFC 237, Nuna, Nama Nunes v Andrade, and he, um, yeah, lost to James Krause, um, but, yeah, you know, he beat Sultan Alvev, uh, Salim Tualu, yeah, he's been in the UFC for a while, right, came, um, via the third season of the Brazilian Ultimate Fighter, um, made his debut in, um, May 2014, and, yo, he had four wins out the gate, you know, Macario Alexander Jr., Alan Jaban, Nordin Taleb, and Colby Covington back in the day, right, um, that was a UFC 194, Aldo v. McGregor, okay, so, um, yeah, you know, he's, you know, he's won by, uh, you know, submission, got a few submissions, um, he, he's, you know, got some, yeah, as I say, he got some TKOs, so Alvarez, he is tough, there's no, there's no doubt about that, but he's stepping in with the sniper, he's 10 and 1, coming off three wins, right, and whew, look, he made his debut on the first fight island, right, back in July last year, he, um, yeah, fought Abdul Razak Hassan, and he really just put it on Al Hassan, you know, it was surprising Al Hassan was able to stay in there, because, oh my days, he was hit with such a sublime variety of shots, it was very impressive, and, um, yeah, you know, he's won by TKO, a lot, right, I think, um, just two, you know, one other fight has gone to decision, you know, everything else, he's, um, stopped people, (laughs) you know what I mean, so, yeah, I'm taking the sniper for uh, to win this one. You know he's a home fighter as well, so you know the crowd is gonna be um, yeah going crazy for him when he st- when they hear his music, man. Because there's gonna be a crowd, people. And so our um, main event is also a welterweight clash, and we have Michael Sierra. Against Neil Magny, right? So, um, Maverick, he's 16 and 4, you know, on a free fight win streak, you know. So, um, man, Magny, he came to the sorry, Chiesa, he came to the UFC via season 15 of The Ultimate Fighter, and, um, what was so, uh, you know. Different about that season, you ask? Well, people, I'm glad you did. Because that was the one and only live season. Yeah. So, yeah, he beat Jahavan Vicente, um, Jeremy Larson, Justin Lawrence, James Vick, and then Awaya Quinta in the final, you know, to be the champ. So, you know, it was a good... A very, very good, you know, run. Then he won his, you know, first proper fight in the UFC. UFC 157. Rousey v. Kamush. So he was on that legendary card back in February 2013. Next, though, he went up against the very young and different and unbearded Jorge Mastodal, who was able to lock a darse on him. Which is, you know, when you think about, you know, Chiesa's jiu-jitsu, right? So, the fact Masvidal was able to get that just shows how legit Masvidal's jiu-jitsu is, you know? Um, Yeah, so, look, he's gone on runs, you know? And 
wrote all of that was back when he used to fight at lightweight, right? He used to fight at lightweight. How crazy is that? You know, so, um, yeah, his last three fights. So there was Carlos Condon at um, UFC 232, Jones v. Gustafsson 2. That was December 2018. Then Diego Sanchez, UFC 239, Jones v. Santos. And um, then Rafael Dos Anjos at UFC on ESPN Plus 24. And that was July last year. He's won an only fight last year. Uh, so, um, yeah. You know, look, he can, um, you know, he definitely can win via submission. He has a good number of those. You know, he, he, like, not that many, but he's even won via uh, TKO. You know, I mean, I guess they were back in the Ultimate Fighter days, but, you know, they're there, right? But he is stepping in against the Haitian sensation, right? Remember, Magni didn't used to have a little nickname, but now he does. And he's got a 24-7 and record. You know, he's also on a free fight win streak. And um, those three are very impressive. Robbie Lawler. So that was August last year. Anthony Rocco Martin. That was June. And Martin was coming off a very impressive win as well. So that was impressive. And um, Li Jingang, who, hey... We just saw how good, um, you know, Lee is with his win over Ponsonibio at the weekend. So, all those fights last year, one pre and two post lockdown. Uh, so, yeah, all very good. He did lose to Ponsonibio back in November 2018. But, um, yeah, I think, like... There was a point when Magni just, he was always good, but you thought he hasn't quite found his flow yet, you know, and um, yeah, he has now found his flow. He's also got a win over Carlos Condon, and that was a very, very good win. So that was back at um, UFC 219, Cyborg v. Home, uh, December 2017. He has a, a win over the former champ, Johnny Hendricks. You know, he's that sensational win over Hector Lombard, right? Kelvin Gastelin, Eric Silva. You know, he, he, he's, yeah, he's fought some very tough people. Very tough people, people. So, um, you know, Magni, again, he came to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. He was a season after Siesha. He was um season 16. Um, he didn't win it, you know, but he, he got some good wins, right? He beat Frank Camacho, Carmen Diffier, and Bristol Marant. Uh, eventually lost to Mike Ricky. So, um, yeah. But he also fought at UFC 157. Um, he beat John Manley that night. So, yeah, he, he's been in the UFC for a, um, you know, good while, right? So, um, yeah, they, you know, they've got similar career paths, if you think about it. Other than, you know, <laughs> Magni never dropped down to 155 <laughs> with his frame. That really would have been insane. I mean, it's crazy that Chiesa was able to. But, um, yeah, you know, I think this is going to be such a great fight. And, you know, it is a fitting fight to take the main event after uh, Kamzat and uh, Leon, unfortunately, dropped out. So, uh, with this one, I feel that Magni, Magni's going to get the win, you know? It's going to be a great one. I am very much looking forward to this, people. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. Okay, people. So, as we draw to a close on another episode, the weighings, um, you know, for tomorrow's event, 
what tonight's event took place and um all is looking good people every one of the fighters made way right so um yeah in our main event chiesa weighed in at 170 and a half magni 171 in the co alves 171 and lazes also 171 our light heavyweights they came in at the limit at 206 that's a vilvenev and a morera you know so um yeah every everything is looking good all the new fighters look good hitting their marks so um yeah everything is set people um and in uh, other news i think we've got one fight <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a bit light on fight news, but it is, well, you know, we're only halfway through the week. But Randa Marcos will be fighting Luna Pinherio um, at UFC 260 on the 27th of March. So, people, that is us. We are done. Enjoy the fights tonight, people, and um, we'll be, uh, um, yeah, go recapping everything and breaking down UFC 257 on Friday. So, see you then. Peace.